turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas. Woohoo! Welcome to today's show. Hawaii, Aloha, San Diego, what's up? Today we have an incredible show for you. I have Pastor Brian Worth from uh, an amazing church in Long Beach, Chapel of Change or Hope or Change, Chapel right, Pastor change, Brian? Yeah, Chapel of Change. Chapel of house. Change. So, Pastor Brian, without further ado, but let me make sure I remind our audience to stick around for because after the interview, we have a great message for you. And I believe it is spirit-led, and it'll welcome in your new year incredibly. But without further ado, Pastor Brian, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, Pastor Adam, so glad to be with you and all the audience today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, My name is Brian Worth, and I grew up in the Los Angeles area in the late 80s and the early 90s. Uh, got caught up in the gang violence, you know, in the early 90s, Pastor Adam, and the gang violence across Southern California was at its height. And regretfully, I got sucked into that lifestyle. And uh, at the age of 16 years old, I was arrested regretfully for a murder. And I was sentenced to life in prison. I was in, got sentenced in the Compton, California courthouse and sentenced to life in prison, just crushed by hopelessness and despair. I was in the L.A. County Jail. I was in this one-man cell, Pastor Adam. It was dark. It was bleak. My life's over. I, w- I was being choked out by hopelessness and despair. I-, I characterize it as like a spiritual python just wrapped around my neck, choking me out. But, Pastor Adam, one day someone came up to my prison cell, and they prayed with me in the name of Jesus. They shared the gospel with me, and the Lord grabbed a hold of my heart at the age of 18 years old in the L.A. County Jail, and I just began to serve him one day at a time. I just began to take one step at a time, and you know, Pastor Adam, the Lord began to lead me out of darkness. It took a while. I had to be faithful. There was a process to my deliverance. But 16 years later, God miraculously set me free from prison. I was arrested in 1992 at the age of 16 years old. And in 2008, at the age of 32 years old, God miraculously set me free to impact the world with the gospel. And so now we're here. And my mission is to give fresh hope to all. That is amazing. So you were 16 years old, Pastor Brian. Man, I was 16 years old, Pastor Adam, and the more the more years I'm out of prison, the older I get. I just turned 48 years old. <laughs> 48. I, I, yeah, to the glory of God. But the more I realized, like, man, 16 years old, how I was thrown to the hyenas and the wolves. <laughs> Absolutely. And if, if it had not been the grace of God on on my side, I would have been swallowed up. So tell me a little bit about your journey. I don't want to take too much longer because. I definitely want to talk about 2023 and your upcoming uh, plans for 2024. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your journey in in prison, just a, a little bit, and then we're going to go into where we're at now. Yeah, so God gave me a vision, Pastor Adam. I was around 18, 19 years old. The Lord told me, if you serve me and don't give up, Eventually, I'm going to bust you out of this prison system, this prison life sentence to impact the world with the gospel. So I wrote down that vision. I begin to prepare for that vision. I begin to God uh, filled me with the Holy Ghost. God gave me a burning desire for his word. And I became part of a revival in prison in the youth prison was called the gospel light revival. 
and we just begin to seek the Lord, take one step at a time. And I just begin to see God use my life even behind prison bars. I didn't wait until I was going to get released to serve the Lord. I begin to serve the Lord in the midst of darkness, and God began to confirm his word with signs following. And lo and behold, he busted me loose uh, in 2008. Woo-hoo, that's awesome. So you are now a, pa- a pastor. At one point, I remember, if I remember correctly, you were one of the fastest growing churches in actually California. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Let our audience know how a 16-year-old man who was caught up in drugs and in prison comes out and gets blessed with being the senior pastor of a church. Yeah, I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled, uh, Pastor Adam, at the grace of God upon my life. Uh, Dr. Mark Damas, who leads the National Mosaic uh, Conference, he said that our church chapel of change, in his experience, is the fastest growing multi-ethnic church in the nation, according to his experience. And we just had a passion to give fresh hope to all. We live in a generation that is filled with despair, hopelessness, and the Lord put an anointing and a mantle upon our church to pump fresh hope into the lives of broken people. And brokenness transcends all demographics, rich and poor and ethnic background. And we're just about preaching the gospel, basic preaching the gospel, uh, Pastor Adam, and making disciples, winning souls and making disciples. And the Lord has confirmed his word with signs following that has attracted dozens and dozens of family to our church, Chapel of Change. So tell me a a, a little bit about the makeup of your church. You say it's multi-ethnic. Um, tell our audience a little bit about the dynamics behind that at your church. Yeah. So the, I forgot the exact percentage, but I'll take a guess. Only about 15 or so percent of all the churches in the United States are diverse. The church, Martin Luther King actually said the most segregated time in America is at about 11 a.m. on Sundays. And he was referring to the church. So when we started Chapel of Change, one of the things I was wrestling with was, God, we don't want to just start another church. There's countless churches out here. And one of the distinctions amongst others that the Lord put upon my heart is to be a snapshot of heaven on earth. That's what we wanted to pray into our church, that in heaven, it's diverse. The Bible talks about in Revelations, all nations and tribes are gathered around the throne of God, worshiping the Lord. And we didn't want to wait to heaven to experience that. We want to be a snapshot of heaven on earth. And I believe that the church is uh, a manifestation of the kingdom of God on earth. We're an embassy of the kingdom of God. And so the Lord has blessed us in that. The Lord has on every uh, any given Sunday or any other gathering at Chapel of Change, you'll see a, a people of diverse ethnicity. And it's not just ethnicity either. It's demographics. It's uh, age, diversity and age, too. We have elderly people. We have young people. In fact, we're experiencing a revival right now amongst young adults who have are just surrendering their lives to the Lord. That's amazing. Praise God. So you're talking about young adults. What's the age between... Um, uh, of those of those young folks coming to church right now? Well, we have a movement right now of young adults. If I had to guess, it would be uh, between 25 and 35 years old. Uh, but we have a movement right now where young people, just the other Wednesday, Pastor Adam, a young adult came to our midweek Bible study, got up in front of everybody and renounced witchcraft wow. and, and announced her allegiance to King Jesus publicly. Amen. This is what we're seeing. And I believe this is what the church at large needs to see as we demonstrate the power of God on earth. People renouncing witchcraft, young people renouncing witchcraft. That is powerful. Praise God for that. Praise, praise God for that. So, you're considered one of, even now, you're considered one of the fastest growing multi-churches in America. Um, how does that impact your community or or what does your church do to impact 
your surrounding community because you're out of Long Beach. Yeah, we actually have four campuses. Uh, we have a campus in the city of Paramount, Whittier, Carson, and Long Beach, which is all Los Angeles County. And when we started our church, Pastor Adam, one of our prayers was be that we're going to impact our community to such a degree, if we were ever to die as a church, our community would cry. Mm, that was kind of like, that's how we kind of pressed into impacting our community. So with that in mind, uh, at any various time, we have prayer booths literally on the street where our people go out and set up tables and they offer prayer right there on the street, laying hands on people, praying, mir- believing for miracles. Uh, we just secured a home in our community. We call it our Kingsman Discipleship Home. Wow. We have about 17 men in there. Our ultimate desire is to uh, transform males into kingdom men, uh, develop leaders for the kingdom of God. And that's a significant way how we're impacting the community. We feel that if we impact a man's heart, we'll impact the entire family. That's beautiful. Uh, That is beautiful. We're leaning into that as well. And ultimately, Pastor Adam, we want to plant a thousand churches. We feel that the best way to win souls and make disciples, the best way to expand the kingdom of God is not by building an empire for me as a lead pastor. No, no, no. We want to expand the kingdom of God by planting spirit-filled, Bible-teaching, gospel-centered churches across the world. Woo, that is awesome. So right now, you've are your campuses considered like, like churches as well? Do they have their own Sunday preaching, or when you preach, is your message delivered to them and they watch it via screen? No, I preach at all our campuses. My, uh, I am the, my wife and I are the primary preachers or teachers at our church, so I actually drive to each campus. However, wow. we, have, we have campus pastors that lead the shepherding and the discipling and the systems of each campus. So we have four locations but running simultaneously to that, we're all about planting autonomous churches. So we're not going to plant too many more campuses. We want to plant autonomous churches that are led by their own lead pastors. So we're looking for men that feel a calling from God to plant a church, and we're willing to train them, equip them, empower them, and launch them out to, to start their own church. Wow, that's beautiful. Praise the Lord. You know, that's basically our goal here. We've planted four churches and we just recently ordained another pastor in Arizona. So that's our next uh, plan is to now start a church there. And it didn't start basically out like that. We went and prayed and this guy used to attend our church. He was going to start a, a ministry. But since we were there five days on the last day, he says, you know, I'm going to to start a church. And that was mind-boggling to me. So we are excited, and man, praise God for that, Pastor Brian. I'm excited for you. So tell me a little bit about 2023. I know you're now uh, uh, a renowned, almost world evangelist. You're you're traveling to a lot of countries. Tell me some of these countries that you have gone to, and I think it'll be amazing for our audience to hear that this broken 16-year-old who ends up in prison, is now being used to impact the world. Yeah, so again, I'm so thankful to the Lord, and I'm so grateful for people that have helped mentor me, including yourself, Pastor Adam. I always got to give the Lord honor and praise for you because you were one of the ones that encouraged me and inspired me when I was in prison. So I'm also thankful for your life as well. Thank you, my brother. (laughs) Amen. Got to give credit to where honor to where honors do. Man, God is good, brother. uh, the Lord gave me this vision when I was in prison. If you serve me and don't give up, eventually I'm going to use your life to impact the world with the gospel. So when I got out of prison, Pastor Adam, I was on life parole. They said I had a 50 mile radius. Wow. And I was wondering how I was going to impact the world with the 50 mile limitation. But eventually God set me free from parole and begin to send me around the world. Woo! And in this last, I would say the last 24 months, the Lord has used us to impact the nation of Kenya. 
We just got back from Egypt, uh, El Salvador. We've been preaching the gospel there. We've been blessing the kids there. Uh, we have adopted as a church the nation of Guatemala. Wow. And we're, we're, in, we're in talks right now. We're, we're believing to plant churches in the nation of Guatemala. So I'll be having a meeting about Guatemala this Saturday, but we go to Guatemala maybe two or three times a year. Uh, the Lord has sent me to the Philippines to train pastors there. And this coming year in 2024, God willing, we have plans to go to uh, London, England. We're going to preach the gospel, God willing, in India. We're going to go to India and, and preach the gospel. So the world is the Lord's, and we're going to preach the gospel around the world. Wow, that is powerful. So let me just ask you kind of a personal question. So when sure. you find yourself outside the country and you see these crowds that are, that are you know, coming around and listening to you, you know, a, a man definitely anointed by God, what, is, what goes through you, Pastor Brian? What are you feeling on a personal level um, knowing that, again, you were the 16-year-old man that was really, you know, t- trodden and, and cast as lost and ended up in prison? What goes through your, through your head, Pastor Brian? Well, Pastor uh, Adam, I'm like the wise men that came to Jesus. I just feel like falling on my face, falling on my face, because out of out of just gratefulness, there's a Psalms that says when the Lord turned again to our captivity, we were like them who dreamed. This is so surreal, uh, Pastor Adam. It's almost like a dream. It's somewhat overwhelming. We, we're, we're wa- I'm walking in prophetic fulfillment, and I know the Lord's not done. And it's a testament that God's promises are sure. They are true. And that whoever has, has a promise from God, you can go to the bank with it. You could stand on it. And I would encourage anybody, just hold on to the promises of God. So it's overwhelming, uh, Pastor Adam. It's humbling. And I just want to please the Lord. I don't, I don't want to let God down. And sometimes my eyes are filled with tears because I don't want to let God down. You know, I, I serve the Lord not out of obligation, but out of appreciation. Amen. Out Come of, on. Out of a sense of, a sense of living pleasing to God. And I want more of the Lord, Adam. Woo! Come 2024, on. 2024, I've been serving the Lord for 30 years, Adam. <laughs> Amen. And I, I, want, I want more of God. I want to see more miracles. I, I want more of the presence of God. And whoever's in earshot of my voice in 2024, I'm going to challenge them to press into more of the presence of God, too. And together, we're going to just go further into God's plan and destiny for our lives. So, in 2024, you have at least, what, three more countries that you're planning to visit, or it mm-hmm. could be more. It could be more. Now, h- how are you getting invited to these countries by someone that lives there, or are you just setting out and saying, here's where I'm going, and you look up ministries and you connect with them? Well, I believe in destiny relationships. And the Lord has used people all throughout all my journey of serving God, Pastor Adam. God has sent men and women into my life that have unlocked next levels for me. And I don't just show up at a nation. I I get invited by by the grace of God. So leaders, bishops, uh, by God's grace, are inviting me. They're hearing about the story of what God has done in my life and how he has transformed a broken 16-year-old gang member and now using uh, me to give fresh hope to the world. And they are inviting me, uh, Pastor Adam. God, I tell people all the time, the answer to your prayer has already left heaven and it's in the heart of people. And there are destiny relationships. There are divine helpers. There are divine influencers that have been sent into my life to unlock the next level of ministry and impact. That is powerful. You know, I, I briefly heard a little message that you did on, on destiny of people and people surrounding you, and I thought it was pretty powerful. So 
What would you tell someone listening today? Because we have a lot of listeners. We are probably the most listened to talk show show here in San Diego now and rapidly climbing the uh, the charts in Hawaii. And uh, so what would you tell those young folks right now that are listening the and, and even older folks, but I want you to start off with the young folks that are listening right now here in San Diego and in Hawaii. What would you tell them as we are about to enter this brand new year, Pastor Brian? I would tell them, number one, do not waste your energy and your dreams on the streets or on this world. But give your energy and your dreams and your passions and your gifts to God, and he'll put purpose behind uh, your energy, your dreams, uh, and your talents. There's nothing more powerful than a young man or woman living on purpose. Nothing can stop them when a young man or woman finds their purpose early on. The second thing I would tell them is find a spirit-filled, Bible-teaching, world-impacting church. Uh, find Pastor Adams Church in San Diego and Oceanside uh, at the Cross Church. Go there. Or if you're more towards downtown San Diego, go to Pillar of Fire Church with Pastor Daniel. But find a spirit-filled Bible teaching church that has a vision because God will unlock blessings. He'll unlock power and he'll unlock next level uh, influence through the local church. Uh, I found out all my opportunities have come through the local church. So get connected to a local church. That's my encouragement. Amen. So you talk to these folks. Um, What if they're in the L.A. area? Can you give us like some information about uh, your churches and, and the campuses that you're on right now? If you in the L.A. area come to Chapel of Change Christian Fellowship, go to our webpage, chapelofchange.org, we have campuses in the city of Paramount, Long Beach, Carson, Whittier. If you're anywhere in the L.A. county, you can find a Chapel of Change within maybe 20, 15 minutes or so, depending on upon traffic. Our theme for 2024 is supernatural growth. We are going to grow spiritually. We're going to grow socially. We're going to grow in our purpose in Christ Jesus. So anybody in L.A. County Jail, I mean County Jail, anybody in L.A. (laughs) County, anybody L.A. County, you need fresh hope, come to Chapel of Change or go to my webpage, brianworth.com, brianworth.com. Amen. Is there a phone number they can call to get information? Sure. You can call 562-900-900. Six four three zero again. That's five six two nine zero zero six four three zero. You could connect with me, Brian Worth, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you're in the LA area, come connect, or you can go on my YouTube page for our latest teachings, Brian Worth TV. That will empower you to live out your destiny. That's Brian Worth TV on YouTube. Hey Amen. You know Hawaii is listening, and there's a very large. Uh, uh, Islander population in the Long Beach, L.A. area, and I'm hoping that they call. Listen, guys, it's Pastor Brian Worth, Hawaii. Bro, you got to listen, or sisters. He's the man out there, and he's he's a, a man after God's own heart. Pastor Brian, we have about a minute and a half. Encourage our youth right now in Jesus' name. Yes, the Bible says that anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. No matter where you're at in life, no matter what you're facing, I don't care how bad it is, you can call upon the mighty name of Jesus right now, whether you're in your car, whether you're in your living room, even if you're in an alley. I was in a one-man cell in the L.A. County Jail Mm. uh, serving a life sentence, and I called upon the name of Jesus, and he lifted me up out of that darkness, and in time he made me a father, a husband, and a preacher of the gospel. So I encourage any young person right now, call upon that mighty name of Jesus Christ. Repent from your sins. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus. Follow him, and you will find your purpose in life and become unbeatable. Wow, Pastor Brian. It was such a pleasure and honor to have you today on our radio show. And I want to just briefly, we're running out of time, but I want to tell you that we also have a large prison population that is listening to the show at uh, here in Donovan and in, in the Hawaiian system. 
And it's amazing. But again, Pastor Brian, we love you. We thank you. And may God bless you beyond your wildest dreams in 2024. In Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you you all. Love you too, Pastor. God bless you. Bye. We'll be right back. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at Bistro at the Pier. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through 7th grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at the cross oceanside.com. Woohoo! Welcome back to Freedom with Adam Riojas. And I want to wish you all a happy new year. We are about to turn the calendar, and I am believing God for miracles. And signs and wonders like you've never seen them before. I'm one to believe that we are entering a time of blessing and and where everything is just hands up towards God and that we get to see his power amazingly working through your life and others' life. All we need to do, if you don't know Jesus, is call upon him. You may be listening today where you believe it's an accident, but there are no accidents in the kingdom of God. Again, thank you for tuning in right now. Hawaii, aloha, San Diego was up. And here we go. You know, we've gone through this message. We've already gone through the book of Zechariah. We're currently in Daniel, but we're taking a break during this festive season. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for the ages. But as we approach 2024, and it's coming really soon, after today's show, it'll be hours before the new year begins to come upon us. And without further ado, I wanted to come out of Zechariah chapter 10. And you might have listened to this message before, but it's very April. Of course, as we begin to read, we know without a doubt that it is definitely speaking about the people of Israel, and it's prophetically talking about a time to come, but you'll also see in this that there's, there's a spiritual application, and it literally talks about Jesus, and so anytime, anytime it talks about Jesus, I include myself and I include you because there's a blessing behind that. Woo! God is good. It says this in chapter 10, verse 1. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. Now, as we read this verse, it completely reminds me of what Matthew 7 7 says Matthew 7 7 says this and, and this will be something for you to remember something for you to apply in 2024 and I believe most of you are already using this but I, I want to make sure that I remind you because soon after it'll be 2024 after this message and Matthew 7 7 it says this ask and it shall be given you. Did you hear that? Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. 
Or what manners are of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then be an evil, you're like, whoa, I'm not evil. Listen, we're born with this sinful nature. We're evil from get-go. And what changes that is when we come to Jesus. It says this, you be an evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? You know what I love about that verse is that that's for a believer. That's for someone who has given their life to Jesus. That's for someone that is following God regardless of your tribulations. You're saying, God, I'm going to seek you. And when you begin to seek him, you can begin to ask and God will bless you. Again, I believe 2024 is going to be the year of blessings, the year of the latter rain. And as we continue in 10.1, it says, Ask ye of the Lord, rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone, grass in the field. You know, you can ask for rain. <laughs> That's what literally you're reading in here. But again, it's, of course, it's speaking to the Israelites since they had departed and weren't serving God in their full capacity. And, and as Zechariah is speaking to the people, he's literally saying, you need to pray and you need to talk to God and you need to ask him. And yes, God can control the weather. You know, humans are trying to do that now, and it's not perfectly controlled, but they're trying. And sometimes you, you see stuff all over the skies like chemtrails and crazy stuff. And, you know, they're trying to manipulate what God has created. But we can go beyond that because God is the creator. Yes, man can procreate, but God creates something out of Nothing. Man needs a substance. God needs nothing to create. So you can ask the Lord, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that knocketh it shall be opened unto him. And then the, the, the verse continues, and it says, So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone green grass in the field. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of what Joel wrote about what would happen in the latter days. And I want to pick it up in Joel, and we'll come right back to Zechariah. But in Job chapter 2, verse 21, it says this, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. That's my God. That's the God that does not mediocre things. Not halfway things, but great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, and the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad, then, ye children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you, listen, the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain, in the first month, he's he's speaking and saying in this metaphorical sense that God will bless you because rain always signified when it came down during seasons, uh, when it was time to grow crops, that it was a blessing, that it was from God. And so we can look at this and say, God, let it rain, God. Let the let it let me be filled with your spirit, God. Bring forth. The former rains, God. Bring the latter rains, God. And again, yes, he's speaking to the Jews, but he's also speaking to you and I. Let me tell you why, because in all of this, you see Jesus. And, and we'll go further, and, and I will show you that. And the floor shall be full of weed, and the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. You will have this magnificent supply of the physical and the spiritual, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. See, when we begin to seek God, when we pray for God's blessings, he will restore the years 
that the locusts have taken from, from us. And let me give you a quick little uh, uh, illustration about what locusts used to do. They would literally fly in from wherever they, the direction they were coming. They would land on the fields of the crops of wherever they were at, and they would literally tear everything apart. So we see here that there's a spiritual application where where locust here is meaning to the evil one because he says, I will restore everything the evil one has taken you, everything the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm and my great army, which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who have dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. You shall never be put to shame when you serve your God, the Lord Jesus Christ, wholeheartedly. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. Again, he's speaking to Israel, but there is a spiritual application where God can bless you with spiritual blessings and the physical as well. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord, your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And then 28 says, and it shall come to pass afterwards that all these blessings have come. And I believe this is in the latter days. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. We've seen a partial fulfillment of all. Of, of the all flesh where he poured out his spirit at Pentecost when the apostles began with the rest of the or the whole 120 people that were gathered and they began to understand each other's languages and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. That's the very first things. Your son and your daughter shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. So this is what I believe you can expect for 2024. I believe we're that close to the coming of the Lord. And listen, I'm not trying to tell you that Jesus is coming back in 2024. I just believe that we are in the latter days. We are in these days where we can ask God to bless us so that we can bless all those around us. Your job and my job is to fill heaven up with as many as we can. And then when we go back to Zechariah, it says this in, in verse 2 of chapter 10. For the idols have spoken vanity, and the diviners have seen a lie and have told false dreams. You have all of these witchcraft items or people, diviners, that have lied and, and have told false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore, they went their way as a flock. They were troubled because there was no shepherd. You know, we are living in such a time when those that are behind the pulpit need to step up. You, You need to begin to speak life and truth to those that are sitting behind or on the other side of the pulpit. You need to begin to instill the values that God has given us and to let them know that there is always hope and that there is nothing impossible with God and that they should be involved in the communities, that they should be involved in politics. You're like, what? Politics? Well, we're reading right out of Zechariah. Zechariah was used to come speak to the ruling, those that were ruling at that time in in literally Israel after they had left their captivity. My anger was kindled against the shepherds. This is what God is saying. And I punished the goats for the Lord of hosts had visited his flock, the house of Judah, and had made them as his goodly horses in battle. Remember that again, he's speaking to the Israelites, but there's a spiritual, a spiritual, I said spiritual, a spiritual application Out of him came forth the corner. Now, this is awesome. What corner? What does corner mean? It means the cornerstone speaks of the coming Messiah, speaks of the coming Messiah. In Psalms 
118, it says something beautiful to you and I. Psalms 118.22 says this. The stone which the builders refused has become the head stone of the corner. Did you hear that? Become the headstone of the corner. They've rejected him. First Peter 2 7. First Peter 2 7 says something that will encourage you, that will strengthen you, knowing that this corner is none other than Jesus Christ. First Peter 2 7 says this. Unto you, therefore, which believe, who believe, all of you believers that are listening today, he is precious. He's talking about Jesus. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But look what Peter continues to say in verse 9. But you are a chosen generation. Listen, listener. Listen, Christian. Listen, unbeliever. Listen. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's the corner. Now, out of him, the nail. Now, who is the nail? That's kind of mind-boggling. The nail is none other. It, it also means a sure place is Jesus. Isaiah 22, 23 says this. 22, Isaiah 22, 23 says something powerful. And and to me, it is God speaking to you and I. It says this. Let me read 22 and then 23 from chapter 22 of Isaiah. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder. So he shall be open and none shall shut. And he shall shut and none shall open. So he opens and closes. And what he opens, no one can shut. And what he closes, no one can open. And then 23 says, and I will fasten him as a nail Here it goes, in a sure place, and he shall be for a glorious throne to his father's house. He is a nail. He puts us in a sure place. And then look what it says, out of him, the battle bow. Who is the battle bow? Wow, that is amazing. The battle bow is none other than Jesus. I I just, I'm just in awe when I read all of this because it speaks about the battle bow being Jesus, Jesus as the battle bow. In 9.13 of, I, of Zechariah, it says this, when I, went, when I have sent Judah for me, fill the bow with Ephraim and raise up the sons of Zion against thy sons, O Greece, that made thee as the sword of a mighty man. That bow, this bow that we're talking about, is none other than Jesus. Out of him... It says, in the King James, it says, very oppressor together, but it's actually speaking of a better oppressor to the wicked, a better oppressor to the wicked. That's powerful. It's something for you to remember that Jesus is the reason for all ages, that Jesus can bless you as we enter into 2024, that he can make that latter rain the pouring of the Holy Spirit to come upon you as we have read in God's word in Joel. And they shall be as mighty men which tread down their enemies in the mire of the streets in the battle. And they shall fight because the Lord is with them. Who's with you? The Lord. Remember that our battle is not with flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. That means the enemy of our souls. That means the enemy and all of his little minions, one-third of the angels that left heaven, and the riders on horses shall be confounded. You know, I, I, I just thought and believed that this was April 
for today because today is going to be the last day of the year. You will start the new year pretty soon. And I want you to go into this year knowing that you can ask of the Lord. Again, the application, you know, it was speaking to Rizzo, but there's a spiritual application behind this, especially when it, when Jesus comes up, especially when he speaks about asking and receiving. And I want to read Matthew 7, 7 again, because that's how we started off this chapter about asking the Lord for the rain, asking the Lord from a, for the rain. But Matthew 7, 7, and again, Matthew 7, 7, if you learn anything from this message today, know that you can approach God. Know that you can ask. And 7, 7 says this to 11, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son has bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father which is in heaven... Your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him. Ask. Do not be afraid to ask for that latter rain. The latter rain that, that Joel describes as, as an outpouring from God, uh, where he restores the years that the enemy, the locusts have eaten, taken from you the canker room, the caterpillar, and the palmer. And, and he will send his great army among you. He will send his angels to go before you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And then you will praise the name of the Lord your God because he has done wondrously with you. And as a people of God, you shall never be put to shame. You know, today is a day to reflect. To know that God is able. To think about this last year and our sh- about our shortcomings and what we did to make things better. To remember those victories that you experienced in 2023. And to know that God can take you to greater heights. You know, we had a a young man, Pastor Brian Worth, who we interviewed today, who was 16 years old in prison when he went to prison for a heinous crime of murder. And and God used him. You're like, how can God use a murderer? How can God use a drunkard? How can God use someone who's worthless? Remember, Moses let the people out of Egypt and he was a murderer. Noah was a drunkard and he was the, a righteous man before the flood and God used him. And I can go on with people that God used. Samson was an idolater and was a fornicator and God used him. David, King David, had his best man in his military put to death as he took his wife and then lied about it. And God still chose to use him after he repented. 24, 24 is upon us. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand and see God bless you. My dear beloved wife, Kalita, will you close us in prayer? You beautiful woman, you. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you, Father. And we, Father, we just come boldly before the throne, Lord God. And we ask you, Father, 
to take us to new heights in 2024, Father, to be able to reach more of your children that are out there lost, Father God, that we can take the gospel into all the darkest corners of the world, um, starting within our own city, Father God, that you would just bolden your pastors here locally in Oceanside and all throughout San Diego, and that, that there would be unity within the churches, and that 2024 would just be a brand new year to ex- extend your gospel in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, tonight, um, this sh- it's 5 o'clock. You're listening to the show. Um, it's probably 6 at the end, but you're invited to our last big bash of the year to open up the year. We will be having Diversified, the music band that is amazing. Liani rocks the house. We will be showing uh, the movie. Sound of Freedom. Uh, there'll be a bonfire. And if you have nowhere to go, we want you to come see us. 2112 South El Camino Real in Oceanside, California, 92054. The number is 760-994-3534 or freedom at adamriojas.com. We love you. God bless you. And we will pray for you as you pray for us. Woohoo! God is good. Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K-Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at bistroatthepier.org. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through 7th grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at thecrossoceanside.com. 